Welcome to episode 361 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. 361. One. One is the number of the very first episode we recorded, and one is the number of the very first conversation we had, and one is the number of people it takes to buy Twitter, which was the very first conversation we ever had was about Twitter. And now we find ourselves in this interesting scenario where one person buys Twitter, and I have a question to ask you about this, Jason. Mm-hmm. My question is, mm-hmm. why didn't that one person spend $1 billion instead of $44 billion going around and cherry-picking the best people from Google, Facebook, and Twitter, and like creating a tight-knit team, like a mission-driven concept, build x.com, and like just build that whole thing in his usual way, rather than the scenario he's in now, where essentially this whole company's opaque to him, he didn't build it. And so if he's trying to like, he just fired everyone. So the people who were left are like, he just, he just fired their friends. So he's sort of in this situation where it's not mission driven, which he normally is in the business. Like he normally has the power of that to get everyone to stay behind and work late. So he's in a really, let's say weak spot. I'm sure he'll make it work, but I just wonder why didn't, why did he do it this way around? I don't get it. Um, cause it's not really about the technology. Um, it's not even really about the engineers. Um, and it's not about the engineers because it's not really about the technology. It's about um, the mindshare that Twitter has. Twitter okay. is the the space where elite opinion is sorted out. That's where all the journalists and politicians and media personalities and sports figures and everybody goes to argue and yell at each other and it's it's a, it's about status it's about influence it's not about ooh i have you know we have this cool new feature or something like that none of that stuff really matters so he couldn't have left with his 100 million followers and seeded his new system with i don't know 30 billion followers and just gradually brought all those people across you don't think no nah, i i think i don't think that would have worked um you know there 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 are examples of, of, of this where you know you try and um, supplant some existing um, I don't think that just has the mind share and it just doesn't work. I, I you know I, I think that you know could you've done something over the scale of like ten to fifteen years? Right. But if if you're concerned about what's how ideas are being discussed and managed and uh how and, and how influence is peddled and all that kind of stuff if, if you're concerned about that then you got to figure stuff out now um so it was I, a I think safer what, bet so, I think so that's actually so it was a safer bet to do this and just just take the thing that has the mind share and has all that stuff going on and start from there rather than start from a more sort of secure place a tighter team and building it up got it I think that's yeah, less that's secure. Good, I think that's, that's far less argument. secure. I mean, you you yeah. could seed it. You could go and you know he could seed it with a few million dollars, and then because anytime anytime you start off with like huge amounts of money, even on the order of thirty, forty, fifty, hundred million dollars, those things never work. You hire too many people. Um, everybody's spending a lot of time talking about what they're going to do, and it's like you you have to you have to start with really small teams. And you have to run lean, and you have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out what it is you're doing. Um, I think I think raising a bunch of venture capital really fast is just typically the the kiss of death. 
and you just you just you don't get to skip elementary school and junior high and high school and go straight to college. It just <laughs> doesn't work that way. You know, you have to go through space. So so which means it, it's going to take time, which means it's going to take on the order of years. You know, you can't just say, well, here's he a billion dollars. He doesn't want to wait years. He doesn't want to wait. So he doesn't want to wait years. He's he's cashing in his, this is like his actually probably one of his first times he's cashed in his richest man in the world check. This is like, okay, this is something I can do that no one else can do. <laughs> and I'm get, I'm doing this and I'm going to start from here. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, he's putting a lot of money at risk, but it's not all his money, right? I mean, he's there's a lot of there's debt financing. There's other investors that have come in. He, yeah, right? he could declare bankruptcy and get out of it. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, not he's not going to declare personal bankruptcy. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, he could. Twitter could be he just from you know the the protection of the company. Oh, could, I see what you're talking that about. That company yeah. could declare bankruptcy and he wouldn't lose his whole fortune. Yeah, and no, but even not. then, he wouldn't lose his whole fortune anyway. So yeah. no, of course not. And, 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 and the really only thing he's risking is the valuation that he purchased it at versus the value that it's ultimately sold at. Right. No, he's also risking his own cachet. So against, you know, he, ha he has a certain cachet with the Tesla brand, um, a certain Steve Jobs kind of esque vibe, which is, which is being hurt a bit right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I think that's true. I don't think he really cares about that. Okay. He doesn't give a damn. That's okay. why he, that's why he just says whatever he feels like saying whenever he says stuff. And sometimes you look and you think, yeah, I don't think I would have said that. And because he's got Asperger's. Yeah, probably. But I think he's 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 just at the he's at the level where he just doesn't give a shit. You know, there's a lot of rich people who really, really do care. They really enjoy the status. They don't want the trouble of media war and people coming after them and hit pieces and stuff. And they just don't they just don't want to invite that kind of trouble. So they just don't do anything controversial or say anything controversial. He does not care. Yeah. Right. That's not, that's not important to him. You know, he cares about the things he's always talked about, you know, which is, you know, talking about the electrification, you know, energy and survival of human species. And, you know, I'm interested in freedom of speech is, you know, his, his concern, you know, I mean, his, I think he ultimately felt that, um, that, uh, you know, Twitter was, very much in the hands of a of 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 a left wing ideology, and they have their thumb on the scale of of the discussion of our cultural discussion, right? I mean, when you look at the um, you look at the uh, the the uh, contributions to the Democratic and Republican Party, um, I I saw that I just happened to see this the other day, and Twitter was ninety eight point three percent contributed to the Democratic Party, the only. The only oh, that, big right. media yeah. company that was higher was Netflix, which is like 98.6 or 7. I mean, so it was you like- mean, All of the staff, all the people who work there, yeah. Yeah, and every time you'd hear anyone, even to these exposés, I mean, it's just very, very far left. And so, uh, I'm not, not everyone there was very far left, right? I'm sure a lot of people were more moderate, democratic, or whatever, but um, the net result of it was that um, people who were not- on the left wing of the of the Democratic Party, are like, it feels like the discussion here: who's being promoted, what influence is being, you know, amplified, what things are being shut down. What it, this feels like there is not just a thumb on the scale that somebody's pushing hard on the other side. And given that Twitter essentially serves as the editor, as the official editor for all the major media outlets, that's 
that what does that's what that's what decides what the opinion is or what people agree is the truth and so you know when you're a at the new york times and you write an article and your stuff trends on twitter and gets a lot of a lot of um views and wrote like that that person gets a lot of cachet at the new york times that's the person who gets the promotion that's the people who gets the raise right because hey you're writing the stuff that everybody's talking about right you're a big deal writer right and or if you write something you get this huge pushback then whoa you know like twitter doesn't like that right so twitter has become sort of the moderator and sort of the um the official editor for um all the major media outlets and so you know, I think the, I think the moderates as well as, I mean, the right obviously didn't like it. I think mo- a lot of the moderates didn't like it, just like the moderates and the left don't like that the Supreme Court is leaning conservative, right? Mm. You know, everybody has this, it's the same kind of thing where people are like, this is not, this does not seem right, you know? Well, let me just respond one, first of all, I, I really like your, just your first response to my question, like, why, why mm-hmm. is he doing that? And I think that does make a lot of sense um, because because it, it 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 does seem a bit just look look looking at it from a, just a very naive money in product out point of view it does seem a bit crazy but when you when you bring in yeah you're starting from a place you're starting from from already the the kind of ownership of the central thought piece of the planet that that does help me understand it much much better and uh, you know the rest of it uh, you know. Just, just the way that it's happening, you know, we can we can debate about that. But I, another thing that I agree with you that you said in Discord is that it, it's going to be iteration. It's going to be iteration. It's going to be even he said himself in a tweet, you know, there's going to be a lot of very embarrassing bad things happening to it, and we're going to iterate and we're going to learn, and then it's going to get better. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think uh, I think Elon likes to move quickly. Obviously, right. Yeah. I mean, Sandy, we were just talking about this morning. She's like, I, I think it was a, sm- a mistake to come in there and like fire all these people like three days later. Right. And I said, well, they're probably really overstaffed, right? Like a lot of these tech companies, way overstaffed. And they were probably pretty quick. You could probably tell pretty quickly once you started looking to get repos and all stuff that a lot of people weren't doing shit, right? A lot of people were just working from home and half-assing. And so they're less like, look, we just got to, we got to cut. So we had, we had a discussion. She's like, I think that was a mistake. I would, I think she could have done it a little more. A little softer. A little, a little yeah, just like, <laughs> you know, whatever. He doesn't really care. He's like, look, you know. Um, but, 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 mm. but, let me just say one thing. Mm-hmm. You say it's not about engineers, but there is a, a shit ton of people working there who will like, don't have the same loyalty anywhere near the same loyalty that they have at all these other companies and who are kind of pissed off because he just fired their friends, you know. So that like, so that to me, that's some big problems there because it's kind of opaque. He, he can't get his hands on the system. It's not like he's going to go through that code base and fully understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he's going to have to just get rid of everyone <laughs> and no, then install no, no, his no. own people. I think they're okay. Here's, here's what I think. First of all, um, there's all these massive layoffs. Oh yeah, al- already. Everywhere. It was so already going to happen. Yeah. This isn't like, you know, nine months ago when you could quit, you know, one of these fangs or whatever and then have multiple job offers right for yeah. some someone that like that is not going to be the case now because first of all the, because of the you know this impending recession or concern of a recession or whatever um 
it's having the hiring has been put on freeze in a lot of these tech companies. But then all of a sudden, like eleven percent of Facebook just got let go and yeah. and Lyft and Salesforce. And, and you know, it's just gonna keep coming. So you're you're not just like, hey, we got this great Twitter guy coming out. It's like, oh, we'll get in line. There's like fifty thousand other engineers yeah, and product managers yeah. and so they're gonna be like they're still going to blame him. They, I mean, they don't care. They don't care that it's the trend. They're still it, going it to be mad at him. It doesn't matter, right? If you want to keep your job, you're going to have to do work. And if you don't, you'll be fired. I mean, it's just as simple as that, right? <laughs> like the that tweet, he's he's like, if if you're if you're doing valuable work at the company, you don't need to worry about your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just well, like <laughs> it was like when Marissa Meyer uh, Mayer took over um, Yahoo, whatever, like. 12, 15 years ago, whenever that was, right? She came in and a lot of people working from home and they looked at the productivity on some of their apps. This is probably, this is pre-GitHub, but it was like tracking like who's logged in and, and it was like people were barely even logging into anything like for months. Like she came yeah. in and had to force everybody back in the office because people were just screwing up, you know? And there's all these stories on, uh, you know, if you, <laughs> YouTube, you'd go over of all these people who are working two and three jobs because no one can tell. And it's they're like, just, they're phoning it in and they're not barely doing any work and they're just kind of, you know, they're okay with it. And you've so got I, to make sure that like the people making the product decisions and at the, at the, at the top of the funnel of the work dispensation, they're the ones who actually need to give a shit. <laughs> they need to give a shit so that they're like tracking everything and making sure it works if you have because because it's you can't say that it's it's because it's remote like it's like there's plenty of remote companies that are extremely I think successful there's true but i think it's easy for people to hide it's easy for people to hide and phone it in when they're not at work i mean it's you can phone it in but i think it's i That's think it's easy saying. for people yeah. to do it but i think okay so one of the things i i think is true is i think and I've, I've said it before, I think most of these big tech companies are way overstaffed, way oh, yeah. overstaffed. And if you look at like, I just saw this um, chart, it showed the growth in the personnel. And I think at like 2014 or something, they had like 2,300 people at Twitter. 2014. And, yeah. But and it's not like their revenue went even, up by two a hundred percent or two hundred percent. So why I, did I, their people? I can't remember exactly, but their re their revenue did was going up during that time, and I think in part just because of just you know they're leaning more into advertising. If you remember before, they didn't advertise for a long time, and then they started advertising. But I think what happens with these big tech companies is they're mostly valued on growth and revenue, not yeah. on profitability. Right, so rather right. than showing profit, they get revenue. They just hire more people and just hire more people. And hire more people, and so, and I and they went from like I, I don't have the chart in front of me, but it was something like they went from like five thousand to seventy five hundred since like two thousand nineteen, right? And the revenue didn't go up a whole lot during that time. No, oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not like it's ever been a company that's made gobs of money. I mean, it's yeah, never been well, they, a successful, profitable business. So th so well, that's that's, that's the other. That's what happens yeah. when you hire thousands of people who you don't really need to work there. You can become an unprofitable business. You know, you could turn something that would be profitable and unprofitable. But think about this. You're like, you're like, oh my God, they they fired a couple thousand people. Like, how do they keep the lights on? 2019, those people they weren't even there. Right? Yeah. Like suddenly now, now now we're in a skeleton crew. Oh my God. I, I think it's total bullshit. I mean, I think that um 
I mean, he posted something, and I'm sure it was just sort of an exaggeration, but he said, like, we have 10 managers for every developer, right? Oh, yeah. You know. That's, I, yeah, that's probably an but, exaggeration. But, you know, I remember talking to, and I won't remember his name, a friend of mine who worked at Wayne's Becoming, he's like, dude, somebody, nobody does anything. Nobody, people but, just sit around as meetings and bullshit, and, and it's like, there's one person doing stuff and everybody else is like working at 10% either because they're incompetent or they're lazy or they're just bogged down in bureaucracy and, and, um, politics and bullshit. The, 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 okay. What, what I'll say is, is that this business opens him up to new risks that aren't, that don't seem to be obvious in other businesses. And, and the risks are just that there's so many people and in my mind, I think about one of those, those random machines that, that like you have a wall of pins and you drop metal balls down and the balls sort of just bounce around and go through. And that that's all the that's what the product is here. It's all those people, those random people doing crazy things. Like as soon as he turns on the verification, people just to be dicks go ahead and pretend to be Nintendo and do a picture of Mario flipping you off or <clears throat> you know, pretend to be Paul Graham and say really, really bad stuff. And it's it's impossible to tell that it's not Paul Graham, you know, or Nintendo. And so it's like that open that could that kind of crazy randomness could seriously open them up to to lawsuits and could jeopardize the rep, which is the reason why Tesla's been selling, you know. So I, I think he's exposing himself to a lot of risk with this business. That's my my fear. There's probably some risk there. Uh, I don't the lawsuits. That's that sounds. Uh, uh, it sounds like um, I. I don't really think that's true. Well, that's why Twitter Blue exists in the first place because Twitter got taken to court because people were impersonating other people. That's the whole reason why they had to do that. Like, yeah, that was their I, but I. I don't think that like if you're talking about risks that are going to like threaten his empire. I don't. I mean, like. Oh I no! I, I mean, that. like yeah, just a, a nuisance risk and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, death by a death by a thousand cuts. What I'm saying is like this. If if not handled right, this could essentially have a major impact, a material impact on everything, if it wasn't handled right, because because it could it could completely ruin the cachet of Tesla, if if not careful, and then that gives the the, the these competitors. A, See, a I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. See, here's here's the problem. See, the major media outlets that are sort of driving the story, the New York Times, the Washington Post, BuzzFeed, Vice, whatever, they're all left leaning. This is right. an all-out war on on Elon Musk and Twitter. They're pissed, right? They're pissed about this. And so it's going to be hit piece after hit piece after hit piece. They say, well, people familiar with the solution, just, you know, say that the engineers are all refusing to work or everybody's quit. They're just, it's amplifying this. So you have to understand, you have to put about five asterisks anytime you read an article from the Atlantic, from any of these people who are, you know, because they all have an axe to grind, right? This is their playpen, right? And they're all left-leaning. These are all left-leaning. And so they're like, wait a minute. You know, we had this kind of set up the way it really worked for us and amplified our ideals and our ideology and our sensibilities. And it sounds like Elon isn't really aligned with that. So this is really upsetting. And so they're going to come out and, and, and attack so, you know, Elon to me, and most of the things he's ever said, is very much a moderate guy. He's not some, you know, raging right-wing QAnon conspiracist. He's like, um, he's like a Democrat from 2009, right? And yeah. so he's like, look, this stuff has gotten nuts. 
and Twitter is part of the problem. Why so it's going not gone nuts? And so he's like, and 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 they're not going. Twitter is not going to fix it. This isn't going to be fixed. And he's like, I maybe I can actually come in and try and bring this bring this back towards the cent the the the, the, the discussion back to the center. So you're saying, in a sense, that Twitter was like the Fox News for liberals, like the same kind of effect there. So it's like just it's really over the top in that one direction, amplifying that. Um, um I, I now, mean, I, I wouldn't say it's a. I wouldn't say I wouldn't quite put it that way because that's not true. Um, the <laughs> the you know the the. <laughs> Like the New York Times and the Washington Post took a hard turn left around 2015, 2016, when they went subscriber, when they really leaned into subscriptions. Because then what happened was rather than having a more moderate, you know, aspiration or an aspiration to be more of a neutral um, voice, they, they really started um, uh, uh, sort of serving their audience. And the, and the subscribers to your New York Times and the Washington Post were primarily liberal. Right, and so if they wrote something that 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 group did not want to hear, there was massive pushback, right? And so, and then when Trump won, that really activated the left, right? Yeah, it right. really freaked people out, right? A lot of people got real. The left got really upset, and one of the ways that they were able to um, deal with that was by reading articles that spoke to that. Anger, obsession, uh, uh, fear, frustration, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, New York Times, Washington Post, like this, they they pivoted further and further left, right? And so, um, now the the um, and so it was kind of weird. So you have people who were sort of more on in the independents and moderates, and people who were maybe lightly left or lightly right, and they're like, "What? Look, what the hell is going on? I either got we ever got this stuff that's kind of gone far left." Or I got Fox News. Like, what, what happened? What happened to kind of like the middle? Like, hey, you know, it was just, just, and I think there's a lot of people. Yeah. Most of the people I know and talk to are like, what the hell? You know, it's either, it's either QAnon or full on wokeness, yeah. you know? And it's, and it's really, really frustrating for a lot of people because people, these people are not that politicized. They're not that activated. And, What's happened is that you have a minority of the the, the extremes of both sides yeah. that are driving the dialogue. And that it and is frustrating is, because everyone else is just getting on and doing shit. They're, they're just they, like living their life, having a normal life, you know, like building businesses or whatever, you know, working. But that but they're not uh, they're not impassioned enough at either end of the spectrum to be the squeaky wheel. So it's like you say, they're just. It's, 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 like, it's not that they don't care. It's just they don't believe either side. They're like, they're like, look, you know, they don't believe that the election was stolen, right? And they also, but like, but, but they, but they also <laughs> don't believe that there are a thousand genders. They're like, look, these things are both insane. But, right? but, but, what are you gonna like? What, what exactly is anyone gonna do to try and change the situation? You're not, you're not gonna get burn a flag and say, be central. No, be no, moderate. No. Well, be moderate. Like this, so there's never going to be a fight for moder for, for just being moderate. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so, yeah. but I think, I think what you have to kind of look at and go, why have we gotten so polarized? Mm. Okay, 
The question is, why is it that it's it's one or the other? Like, why is it that when, that people are like permanent ban on abortion? Any abortion is illegal, or you can abort a baby up to nine months. Why? Why is it that that that, that is a false dichotomy? You know, most right. of the country is at that fifteen week range beyond 15 weeks with restrictions, basically where Europe is. That's where most people are, right? right. If you take a poll of where most of they're in that messy middle, they're like, you know, people get uncomfortable and it's too far beyond that, you know, but, but we, get, we, get, we get sort of forced into this debate of these two extremes that most people are uncomfortable with. And I think it's the case with a lot of things. And, um, yeah. And I think with and, and I think we have a lot of things that are exacerbating this. I mean, we've we've seen all the graphs about how the how we become more and more polarized, the graphs and divergence and you know, how people wouldn't even date somebody from another party and back, you know, ten years ago that wasn't even close to true, but now it's like, Oh my god, I wouldn't even be friends with somebody who was a Democrat or a Republican or whatever, right? And um I think social media is a big driver of that. And yeah. I think because be, and, and and like I mentioned, you know, before it's a combination of, you know, it's like, okay, so why is social media a driver of that? Well, first of all, it feeds you stuff you want to hear. You right? want. So you get in the echo chamber. that get the, you, takes you further and further down your down your pathway. Right. So that that drives people, for, you know, into the far left or the far right. They believe their own. Okay, but secondly, what I said before is like, you know, the 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 what gets clicks, what goes viral, gets it's the algorithm. It's those guys. Who was it who said? We have the greatest minds of our time working on getting clicks. It's those greatest minds of our time who worked on getting clicks that have got us into this freaking situation we're in now. They did such a good job that they it just creates this insane echo chamber, whether you're on the left or the right, and it just takes you further and further and further and further. And then yeah. that's and, what and, we end up and, with. And so I think <laughs> if you look at, so, okay, so if you were like, okay, how do we fix this, right? You know, you can't change that, you can't change say you can't go talk to the new york times or washington post say hey guys you got you guys got to like like get more of a, a neutral stance because they're like well we've got like you know four million subscribers we're making a ton of money and this is our audience and by the way we fired all the people who are more the moderates because <laughs> all the people who are feeding our subscribers are leaning that way and the older people who are left that are more moderate are kind of older and are on the way out right so you can't really change that because they don't really have a financial incentive to it people's jobs are on the line right People, their by the way, they're standing. working for Fox now. Such and such a person used to work at New York Times, and now they're a commentator at Fox because Possibly. that's kind of cool to have that person there. Po yeah, possibly. <laughs> so, so, but, so, I think, I think what Elon's saying is, okay, so how do we, how do we end this divisiveness, this polarization, this culture war? How, because it's complete. It, it is, it is, it's, it's really artificial. Because most people are pretty reasonable. When you go out to the real world, most people are very reasonable and they get along, and people are. Are able to talk to each other and get through life and everybody's fine right but is the social media amplifies these things it it rewards these kinds of things it rewards the clicks and so it it, it pushes the media outlets to go um polarized and i think he's probably thinking and i have not sat down and had a personal one-on-one -on -one conversation but i'm guessing he's thinking it's like okay how do we first principles how do we fix this thing it's like okay let's get let's get if i can help force the the, the 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 social media, um, the central nervous system of social media, Twitter, and I can force that back towards the middle, then maybe that will then have an effect and will start start pushing 
um, and it'll start influencing where some of the media is. The media isn't getting rewarded for all this divisive stuff on the left or the right. And I think that's what he's thinking. Now, the question is, will, will he succeed or not? I don't know. But I think that's what he's that's I think that was his initial concern because, you know, um, I mean, he, he, he basically stated that. So that isn't really a mystery. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that you said, and I think some people were talking about on, on the discord was, you know, people leaving to go to other things and starting other things. I just don't, I don't, I think people have too much of their statuses wrapped up in on Twitter and people were going to say, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm, you know, whatever. Like most people aren't going to do that. You know, they're, just, they're tweeting. I'm going to quit Twitter in like, a big tweet. Just like the people said, well, if Trump wins, I'm moving to Canada. It's like, how many of those people actually moved to Canada? Right. I mean, you know, there are, there's some people who quit and there are some people who already quit a long time ago. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, some people will, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, but the thing is, it, which was really interesting because a lot of people were quitting, even though nothing had changed with anything, they were just worried that something would change. Right, no, the moderation changed, but yeah, they 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 had a hissy fit and rage quit. So um, I don't yeah. know. I think I don't well, think people are going to leave. I don't think I don't think enough people are going to leave to make that big a difference. And I think I think after people relax a little bit and, and calm down a little bit, that um, people realize it's not it's not that big a deal. Well, I'm just glad we had the conversation because it's very much of the zeitgeist and also. As I mentioned, it's the very first thing we ever spoke about. We did. I don't remember that. Um, what did we say? Yeah, it's our first com our first conversation. What did we say? Just, I I think I said I'm really enjoying Twitter. I'm using Twitter. Um, I'm really enjoying it, and that was like the first thing that I said and that we spoke about. And then I ended up making Plugio, which was using Twitter <laughs> to promote the show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I remember. Did, did you remember saying anything about? It? I don't remember what. I, did I have an opinion on it? I probably. I don't know no, you didn't know. You had no opinion. You were just like, well, I don't know what that is. You, you, your, your opinion, because you, you know how you're kind of a laggard. You're a laggard to <laughs> these things. I was like you're the like, John C. Dwarak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that if I remember correctly, I think your opinion was, I'm, I haven't really had a chance to get into it or check it out yet. But then you did get into it, and then you tried it for a bit. You sort of liked it, but then you ended up on Google Plus, which you really liked. And you like you were like, yeah, Google Plus. This is the one. This is better than blogging. This is better than Twitter. Yeah, um, I, I liked I liked Google Plus because um, it was like Twitter in the sense that it was like you could have people who could just follow you based on your based yeah. on interest, unlike a Facebook where you're really more your friends. But you had could write longer form content. Yeah, and I, I kind of liked it, but. But like a lot of people find with these kind of things, it becomes feels starts to feel like a job after a while, and it's very distracting. I don't know how there's 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 a, a lot of people in our circles or in the the indie hacker circle or whatever, like who who are just having great conversations and posting great stuff on Twitter. I can't like whenever I try sit down to write something, and I do a lot. I I try, but I'm just like, no, that's going to be too rude. No, that's going to be too personal. No. Like it's really difficult to say something that's kind of useful. They they're really amazing at it. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I mean, it's easy for Elon Musk because he doesn't give a shit. He says the kind of stuff that I might consider saying, but he doesn't care. And I just uh, I'm just like you no, care too I much. Can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You know, I can't say that stuff because it's just too childish, controversial. I, I, or I mean, I do. I'm like I I'll, I often think of stuff. Oh man, I wish I could tweet that. I wish I had the the cojones to tweet that right now, but. Yeah, it's just it just wouldn't work, you know. Certainly not not with me working for Modern Teacher and my general 
responsibilities yeah. of needing to have a job for my family. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't really tweet very often. I mean, I I I, um, I scroll through it sometimes, but I don't yeah. really. Uh, I don't really tweet just because it's like, I don't. Know, I just can't get motivated <laughs> to do it. You know, I'm a lurker on there. I mean, hey, we do we we do a podcast, man. We do our content. This is it. This is it. You know, why are you leaning out of the picture? Okay, now the sun is blasting through the window. Give me one second. I gotta show. I'm like literally <laughs> in like a laser also, beam let's on the move side on of my from head. Twi- let's move on from well, Twitter. Now. <laughs> By the way, I knew you were gonna bring up Twitter. I was like, I know it's. I was like, I know he's gonna want to talk about this. <laughs> all right. So, Jason, how are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> now the sun's not <laughs> blasting into my face. So that's, that's a lot better. Um, that's good. Yeah. So we're 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 out of the Twitter stuff. That's good. It's dealt with. I'm glad that I could tie it to episode one with my excellent intro. Mm-hmm. And um, cool. Right. Well, so, let's tell. Let's let's. Uh, you 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 drive. So what do you what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about list? Of course. I mean, that's, that's the way that we like to do it. Yeah. So so no ladies ladies tell, first. Why don't you tell me about List? You've been using it. I mean, you have actually. You. I, I just want to say one thing about you using List. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so Jason says, "All right, I, you know, I'm ready to get going." So I'm like, "Okay." So he starts using it, and like, I mean, this is a completely unproven product. He's user number two. He basically puts all of his data in there and deletes it from every other source so that it's only in list. And then he tells me, by the way, you better not fuck this thing up because that's the only place my data is. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, so now I am manually personally backing up his data every night. I like, I go in there and like take a copy of his data and make sure that it's not lost. Who does that? Like, who goes all in like that? I don't know. I'm all, if I'm anything, I'm all in, as you know. That's, I mean, you that's, are the horse. I just, I'm all in. I, uh, I, I'm also really lazy about certain things. So I have yet to do a backup. You told me how to do a backup. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. I'm principal. Actually, it's not on principal. I'm just too lazy. Um, and I forget to. But, uh, okay. So, um, I like it. I mean, I like it. I, I think, um, editing on it. And the way the, the way the sort of the list work, just the, you know, the option T to create it, to, you know, to toggle task on off the tab and shift tab and the, and the, um, what was it the command up, down arrow to move stuff up? That's great. I mean, really great. It's fast. I mean, it is as fast as it could be. I mean, it's, it's, it's as fast as it would be on the text. There's no, there's no friction, additional friction compared to using a text file except it's way better in a text file because i can have check boxes and i can have stuff easily indented and um move stuff around in the, the child relationship state so it's um that's know, the inner loop i mean the inner loop. like it's the inner loop and i know what you're going to say because of all the things you've said on discord and i'll and i'll just i'll just well let me finish complimenting look i'm giving you compliments <laughs> you're like interrupting okay. me do you want me to all right go on then okay oh wait there's more compliments yeah, i'd be surprised if there's well, i was gonna i give you an a plus on that in A plus, okay. it's really good. Like I, I thought, it, I think that yeah. was time well spent. And I mean, I was one of the people who was pushing you to to optimize the inner loop, right? Yeah. This is the thing people are doing. Make sure it's fast and works well, and is and has all the kind of hotkey optimization stuff. And you did that. You did a great job. So you know, kudos to you. Um, it's great. Um, 
I also really like the um, that I can have different sort of you call them pages, categories, whatever, and that you can indent them and have, make that as wide, make it as many indents as you want, and that you can also the left nav, the left nav is great. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, you know the fact I, I I the the improvements that you made. I can moving stuff up and down and and without having to be in like a move mode or whatever. You just kind of select it. You can kind of that looks that works really great. So I like all that stuff. I mean I I look. I mean I'm not going back to the text file. I'm just going to use this. Like this is better than the text file for my tasks and information. Yes. Yes. So, so that's, that's it, that, that was that's so good. Assuming you don't, that's, assuming uh, you don't give up on it in three months, really, well, Jason. I had that excited. I'm not going to give up on it. I, no, I, do this I, new, I got this new project. I'm excited about. I know and, why you got why you like. I, we do have a ten year history of me not sticking with anything, but I'm, but I'm really serious. But in fairness, and this is this is the same conversation I have with Georgie, and she like she's like pulling her hair out. She's like, "How do I know that this time you'll stick with it? How do I know?" The reason why you'll know, you know that this is the time I'll stick with it is because that's the reason why I'm doing it. I have been trying on hundreds, in fact, thousands of ideas. That was mm. the whole reason why Nugget was created in the first place. So I could look at thousands of ideas so that I could actually finally get good at picking the right idea because it's been the, my weakness for my entire life. Mm. I can't work out what to work on. And it was just after all those thousands of ideas and failures, and I was, for, for that reason, I said a to-do list is the best thing for me for every possible reason, because it's something that I can do on my own, because it's something that doesn't re require uh, me to build on a platform, because it's something that's in the middle of my own life. You know, all those reasons are reasons why it's good. Now, my first attempt at it, death by mock-ups. I, I mean, I completely screwed up my first attempt. Mm-hmm. That was before Morning Brief. Then Morning Brief happened. That was an interesting little interlude, and that was a lot of fun. But then I went straight back to it, and I went back to it in a better way, which was, don't mock it up, just dog food it. Then I dog fooded it. build something and use it. Yeah, use and it. then I couldn't use it for the first four versions because it, was, <laughs> it wasn't right, because mm -hmm. it, it was too, too much UI, and then it was, I finally got to this thing. You know what? Okay. If I want to use a text file, just make a text file better. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. don't do something new. Just make the text file better. So I thought that the text file was a problem, but ultimately it turns out the text file was the solution. I just need to build a little bit. Yeah. That's why I'm going to stick with it. All right. Well, that's good to hear because that's you have all my data. So, <laughs> And I'm going to do all the updates that you want. And we'll, we'll talk about the my false starts on how I... I been trying to do that but i'm sure you 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 can tell people what the updates that it needs are. well okay so the things yeah. the things that i think just off the top of my head i i i think having like a, a priority um a tagging system where i can yeah. just very quickly say high priority high priority you know or today or whatever i, I think you should be able to edit them and you know because for me Anything I put on today, there's like zero chance I'm going to get all that done anyway. So today is like a bullshit thing. I should just say high priority. Like here's all stuff yeah, that's high, just, right? If I could get exactly like a third high. of it done today, it'd be great. So I would probably have like, you know, three levels, but you know, some people might have seven, you know, or whatever, two. And so um, I would like to go through because, in a, because under like say my math academy section, I have 
you know, different levels of stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a hierarchy, right? And I'm just getting started. I really need to sit down and like break these out. Uh, I mean, you've got like, of course, but so this is something else that anyone should know is that at this early stage with just a few people, obviously I have access to the data. Mm. So, and, and I kind of need that as well. Mm. And so I'm, I'm every now and I mean, not much, but every, you know, once every couple of days, I'll look at what Jason's doing. He has a lot of checkboxes <laughs> in split up into all sorts of different files, you know, so he's got a, a very big left nav hierarchy that he's organizing stuff. And in each one of those, there's a shit ton of, of lines with checkboxes. And so he's got to somehow decide, I mean, it, it, it's really painful to go through all of those files and try and find out what are the things you want to work on. So what he wants to do is he wants to be able to tag individual things from all that mess and then it auto pulls it into a single file and you can go, all right, this is what I'm working on. Yeah, okay, so here, here's kind of how this happens, right? So, okay, so I'm using this, I, I have these things in my head that I know I need to do. Then I hear from users about a bug or about something that they really want. And I'm like, shoot, I need to add these. And then I have stuff for Sandy says, well, I, you, could you please do this, this, and this? And I need this for the admin. And then I hear stuff from Justin. And then I hear from Alex and the content team. It's like, you really need it. So all these then I hear from the instructors that they need stuff. So there's all these things that people need and want. Some are stuff that I would I really should try and get the next couple of days. Some is the next few weeks. Sometimes like I need to do this in the next few months. But they really need to be categorized under. Some is like under an S, you know, um, or under like an admin section, you know, or some is under a you know parent dashboard section. Some is under lessons, or some other quizzes, or some has to do database. So there's all these different places, and I can't just have some giant list of 500 to-do items. I got to file them somewhere, right? And so it's best to say, okay, all the things that I have to do with quizzes, right? There's I need to I need to, you know, change the timer. I need to blah blah. I need to next functions. I need to do this. I need that. I need to so I need to put them all under quizzes. Then I look at quizzes. I'm like, oh right, those are all the things I need to do, right? And then you have that with everything. But then you need to go through and say, well, I can't just work on quizzes for three weeks. I need to do, there's a few things about quizzes that really should be fixed, but Sandy is, is like not going to make dinner for me tonight if I don't have this thing to the admin. The content seems is that they're totally blocking on this thing that has to do with some of the content editor. So I have to go through and kind of like round rom, okay, pick something from here, pick something from here, pick something here, and move that stuff oh, and, and tag that as high priority. But it's but what's been a big problem for me before is it was hard for me to easily, and at least in text file, file all of the different bugs, uh, features, functionality, optimizations in all these kind of different categories in a way that was easy for me to kind of retrieve them and update them and see what was going on. And But your system allows me to do that. But at the same time, now I have like 500, like you said, like 500 of these things at three, four level, it could eventually be three, four levels deep. And like, how do I know what I need to say, right? You see, the, the system that you've described isn't quite what I had in mind in my Death by Mockups version. And I still think my Death by Mockups version might be right. What I had imagined, so what, what you described is you tag something for today from a different file, and then it en you end up with this auto-generated today file, which then sort of just lit breaks them out by file name. So let's say you tagged three from quizzes, there'd be there'd be three from quizzes there. And let's say you tag three from I don't know, algorithm, there'd be three from algorithm there. But I think that's that's just more of the same. I think that's the same problem. What I had imagined was you just go through the system 
and you just flag something as critical mm-hmm. as high priority and then there's there's just the, there's just the list right now of just what I'm working on and then that list just doesn't break them down by the file names it just breaks them down by priority and it just shows critical and then within within that single smart view list you can just change stuff from critical to 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 medium and I was even going to say you know now you know tomorrow the next day and so that I could just flip stuff backwards and forwards around that list, and then I'd just be cherry picking it out from everywhere else. That that was how I was. How is that different than what I described? That seems like it's the same thing. Because what you described is well, what you had said in in Discord was that if I if I tagged three things uh, for as as I'm going to do today from the from the uh, quests was it quests quizzes quizzes quizzes. So then in the, in the smart view, it would, instead of saying critical, it would say quizzes and they would have those three things. What I'm saying is the, in the smart view, it says critical and then it has those three things. So rather than, rather than sort of list out the subject areas within the smart view, I wouldn't bother with that. I would just bother with the priorities in the smart view. So it just shows me the critical things because that's what I'm working on today. Like you said, I can't finish everything today, today. But but you but if you did just break it down into just these really just critical, this is what I'm doing right now. So there's just like two or three things there. This is top priority. And so then that's just pulled from the whole yeah, system. I, I mean, I could see that. I I mean, it'd be, it seems like it'd be something you could toggle on and off where you could say, okay, like here's, you know, Jason has 12 things that he's that he's listed as high priority. Okay. And these 12 things are from seven different pages right one from here two from there three from there one from there two from there when i don't have like a head like a what i would i still want those indented by the page because that way even yeah. if it's like a light gray so i'm like what's the con wait what is this again oh right that's the it gives me a little more context for it right that's why that's why i call them smart views and the reason why i think that it should be formula driven that each user builds and so you you would want a smart you would want a smart view that gives you the context of each of the tasks, and I would want a smart view that just has like my top I don't know six things split into a few different like priorities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and so I, I wouldn't look what you're describing. I don't hate that. It's not like I couldn't use that. I, it just feels a little more natural to me the other way. It gives me uh, okay, okay, this is stuff. But well, I, it's gonna it it needs to be like uh, emergent. Like I I think that my my view my long-term vision of smart views is really good and then you when you say create a new smart view it just uh, it just gives has a template and it says create this kind of smart view create this kind of smart view. yeah well it sounds but like that's just, that's, just, that's the long term that's right. gonna take too long well <laughs> i like so to get you something quick i think what i'll do is I pr- i'll probably just do it the the priority way um and and then i'll have a, a look to see if there's a hacky way to do what you want but really i need to get to the hard work of actually doing the doing it properly actually and so what I want to talk to you about is I started working on this and then just kind of realized, you know, um, oh man, I, I've, I've gone too f- far down the road of hacks. You know, I've gone too far down the road of hacks. I had to back up. Too much technical you know. debt. <laughs> too much, too much technical debt. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. I don't know if this is the right time. Um, but uh, go for it. Well, that's over here. We're tired to talk. Tech. Why? Well, I, I was telling, I was talking to, you know, other Justin about it on the, yeah. uh, earlier, and I said, I said, really, I said, that our show for the most part is about the art of the build, 
you know, it's, it's not just about writing code. It's about building a product. It's, you know, it's everything that goes in around that conceptualizing, designing, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. Wow. What a great podcast name. The Art of, Art of the Build. Art of the Build. That would be a good name. That's much better than Texting. Wouldn't it have been great if that was the name of our podcast? <laughs> 13 years late. Not too late, that's all. Texting. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So I'm um, like, because the, this was the other thing, like, you you jokingly said two times in Discord, where's my fucking features? I want them. I was like, where's, I'm missing my updates, you know? Huh. And I, I know it's a joke, but it. It, it does, it hits, like it, it hits, because it's like, I really want to get that stuff done for you. And I, it's almost like, like fucks with my brain, like, and makes me push too hard, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, I, I, you know, I know you're like the kind of guy who's like, wants to be in the gym with the trainer saying, okay, you can do it in another 300 pounds. You got this, you got this. But I'm like the guy who needs like gentle encouragement. You can do it, Justin. You got this. <laughs> I thought it was like so, obvious that I'm giving, I'm just <laughs> giving you i'm just teasing you but it was funny i remember i i, I remember one time i would i said phil and i always just talk trash to each other that's what we okay, do is yeah. just talk shit to each other and i mean we've done it since college so it's just kind of you know part of our before we interact and i remember i did that to you one time and your eyes kind of got glassy i was like oh <laughs> like Justin doesn't really interact that way he's like what i'm like dude i'm just messing with you man i'm just it's this locker room banter, right? But um, yeah, so I'm just, dude, when I'm giving you a hard time, I'm just teasing you. I'm just having fun. Like, look, I know yeah. if it takes time, if you're busy, if you got other stuff to do, you got work to do, like, I'm just, like, I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm engaged with the product. I'm using your product. I just don't product. want you sitting there being mad that you can't do no. what you need to look, do. I've, look, I've, I've worked around <laughs> it because I did what you, I think you suggested to do. I just created a separate list called Today. Yeah, and I have it all the stuff that I'm doing this week. <laughs> in theory, <laughs> makes complete. Sense. You know, I mean, I have all the stuff that I'm trying to do as soon as possible, right? And and that's and I just cut and pasted it over. It's it, it's not a reference. It's not a, co- a copy. Does not exist in the old list. So if I go back and I look under you know quizzes, that stuff doesn't exist there because the, the stuff that I'm actually doing now that's more like longer term. So one it's fine. one one of the very first things that you you asked for is like, look this needs to show me how many to-do items there are on a per-page basis. Mm -hmm. And I agreed. So I hacked that together in two days. And that was definitely a hack. And that's what I want to talk about. I sort of think that I... I don't know about you, but I have three modes of building when I I build stuff. Uh, I'm either building the engine. uh, So basically, I'm building a piece of the thing uh, that is the thing that I used later, I built other stuff with the engine. So I'm either building the engine, like a, a library of some kind within the system, mm-hmm. or I'm building a thing with the library. Those those are the good places to be working. And so it's like 80% of the time is building the library and then 20% of the time stuff pops out. Oh, how are you doing this so quickly, Justin? Well, it's because I built the I built the library. But then there's a third place that I find myself in, and that is what I call brute force. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm not building the engine and I'm not building things with the engine. I'm just brute forcing shit and it's just like going in there and it's just like bam, 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 making it happen. And that is really where all the problems happen. And so I brute force the to-do numbers and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do smart lists. Then I brute force meta no- like meta nodes in there. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, now I'm going to make this whole smart list thing work. And then, and then all of a sudden I'm like, 
oh my god what the fuck have i done i don't understand this <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so, <laughs> so i just decided you know what i'm just going to completely back up and i'm going to go back to just when just before i started all this and i'm just going to do a hardcore refactor because the the part that i'm the part that wasn't good was the um the rendering part actually the part that's really good is the input because i'm trapping every mm -hmm. every key and it's like if you look at that file it's like a big long list a big long switch statement that just understands and it's super simple and then if you look at the all the operation functions like when it does something that's all just super simple big long list of function names but if you looked at the the rendering stuff that was just like giant files of code that wasn't split up and that was what was wrecking my head so i've just gone back and refactored and turned that into just a really nice very neat very clean and so i'm just gonna that's what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna when things just seem overwhelming i'm just gonna go back and make it all clean <laughs> clean it and then move forward again that's fine so i'm i'm ready i'm ready now i'm ready to move forward again and so i'm in a good place well i think i can get this stuff done for you within the next one to two weeks that's fine i mean look it's 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 it's, it's plenty usable now i mean um <clears throat> you know all the stuff we've been talking about the prioritization and mechanization if something's a bug or if you know be able to tag stuff or, and maybe have like shortcuts to those types or priorities on the nav would be really cool and the other big thing, of course, in, is ultimately able to uh, collaborate and say, okay, well, I'm going to share this list with Justin, and I'm going to share this list with Alex, I'm going to share these lists with Sandy, and you know, yeah. they can edit, and then have like a comment edit. Like that stuff will be awesome. I think be great, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's it's not going to ruin my life if it's not ready for another six weeks. It's like, oh, you know, I mean, it'll be really cool. It'll be, you know, the sooner it gets here, the better. But you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm giving you a hard time just to help keep you motivated. Right. <laughs> well, because it, well, it's the, just, the, if nobody the things that you the things that you said. Let me just tell you what really motivated me mm -hmm. was when you said there was there was two things that you, three things you said that really motivated me. Mm. One was this is really good. You have something here. Mm -hmm. Like if you stick with this for six to nine months, I really think this could get somewhere. And then you said something similar. And then the third thing that really motivated me was when you said, "I'm just giving you a hard time. You can take as long as you need." That really oh, made it? me go okay oh okay oh, i was stressing fine. you out i didn't realize i was stressing out before <laughs> all right so well, get up a... soldier did <laughs> it's just because i'm a snowflake you know it's yeah, just, it's just ah, of that. i forget i but 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 also i do take it seriously that you are really using it for your business and like if if i'm holding you back then no. it's like oh shit i'm holding jason back yeah don't worry, don't worry about it I, yeah. i'm not i mean yeah. i'm just i'm just letting you know that i like it i'm using it and well, see, the thing is, when you, as you know, when people are using your software, it's ten times more motivating than you know, the idea that someone yes. might use your software. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it's hard to quit on something when people are using it. Um, if I don't make any noise about using it, they're like, I don't know, does Jason even care? Does anybody care? Maybe I should work on something else. You know, because well, really I can hard. see it. I mean, I can see it because, like, the like you, you're at about uh, you're at about five hundred nodes now. Really. I mean, because I really, yeah. I have a lot more information just sitting in text files that I should pull over, but I just like, ah, fuck <laughs> it. Like this, that's enough for right now. I mean, I, I'm at around 2000 nodes. Um, yeah. Uh, Scott Yule is around 800. Yeah. I could, I could, I could, I could and should fill it out with a lot more information, but I just, well, um, I'm yeah. just like, well, like this is enough for right now that of stuff, stuff that I'm working on, but it, that's good. But it does help yeah, me. I, I like that. It does help me organize my thoughts. Right. Okay. It helps me keep, keep because you can by, by being able to break things into hierarchies and all that stuff. I mean, that really is 
I, I, that's helpful to me. And But the thing is, unlike things like Trello, where it's just like, you can only have so many cards on, you can't see this stuff. It's like, I, I, need, I need more information, right? The cards don't work that for was me. A, that was like what I thought about mind mapping. Like, I, I have loved mind mapping, but I always find myself when I mind map, I pull everything, instead of going around the center, I pull everything to the right mm-hmm. so that I can always see it. And then there's just a point where I'm like, oh man, I can't see enough stuff on the page, you know? Yeah. I really want to have a big picture here. And by the way, that's another thing that I feel like I need to get done pretty quick for me, for me is the collapse expand system mm-hmm. so that I don't, because already like my left nav is completely unmanageable, but I want to have all that stuff there. I just want to be able to collapse it. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, I think you mentioned that and I said like, that's not a deal, right? It's not a huge deal for me. I mean, it'd be nice to have, yeah. but it's not like it's a, it's like, I don't, it's not, it isn't affecting me. I didn't really, I didn't. Yours hasn't me. grown that much yet. Yeah. yeah we get there, but. I don't know, man. I think it's. Um, I mean, I, I think you're. I, yeah, if you just you, if you just keep on this, you don't stress yourself out, you don't burn yourself out, you don't get distracted by something else. If you just stay on this for, you know, I don't know, another nine months or something like that, you know, you'll have you'll really have um, really have some. So, I, I thank you, man, and um, thank you for using it. Like, I really, really appreciate that. You and Scott are really, really using it, and. Um, Jay, uh, Jeff Hellman is also using it and, um, like the, there's a couple of other users, but, but, but you two are like really deep in it. Like the, just the number of nodes are like 10 X, you know, everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I know that you guys are are, are kind of running your life through it. And that's the same as Scott. You know, he's like, he's like, don't lose (laughs) this. Scott's like, cause you said, you said, you know what, just in the discord, you said, you know what, don't stress too much, have fun. And Scott's like. Yeah, well, I mean, have fun, but not too much fun. I mean, I'm running my whole life through this thing. It's like, it's like, like keep it, keep it good. Yeah, keep the face. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, I think you have to treat this stuff like a marathon, right? You can't freak yeah. out and like sprint every quarter mile. You got to be like, keep a pace, you know, find a pace that you can keep up for the next, you know, however many years. Just go, just crank and push out and just keep it going. And I mean, there'll be spurts of, inspiration and stuff and there will be areas where you're just kind of feeling a little sluggish and not into it but just if you just generally week to week just keep pushing forward you know it'll it'll just it'll become something special i mean and it's i think that's the that's the lesson that anybody who's working on anything it, it, to create value takes time i mean that is a critical component it's not it's not it's a what they call a necessary but not sufficient condition it takes time but it takes continual effort and focus and iteration um and you just have to decide i'm going to make something great and i'm going to keep working on this thing until it's great um but you know it it takes time you're not going to build something in six months that's really worth anything it's just not enough time it's too trivial it's like it's you got to think in the order of of many years and not just like oh i worked over two whole years like wow two whole years like you know give me a break it's going to be um it's going to be launched somewhat. There's going to be a, I talk about a thousand launches, but there's going to be a mini launch on December 6th because I did a podcast with Rob Walling. Mm. Um, you talk about it a little bit? Just, just recently. And uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it and said, you can go to trylist.io and sign up for the wait list. And Rob's like, oh, I, I'm not seeing a wait list link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, there will be a wait list by the time it really. Just wait. There'll be a wait list. <laughs> So yeah, there'll be there'll be a wait list, and because I, I that's the other, that's the other thing that I've been thinking about this. If you don't mind talking about it a bit further mm-hmm. before we jump onto uh, math academy, I, like 
yours and Scott's use of it is similar to mine. And I really want to try and find a way of getting people like that in there who are using it in that way. Just really sort of kind of an all-in way. Um, and I think that's similar to like the superhuman kind of concept of like onboarding people one by one and sending people through a questionnaire and making sure that they're, they're just that right person, you know, to be in there. So that's kind of what I want to do as well mm-hmm. is get a, get like a, like an onboarding form. I want to talk to you about that, how you guys set that up with math Academy, you know, <laughs> um, the onboarding form and to ask, well, maybe I'll be talking to your wife <laughs> rather than you. <laughs> I had to, well, uh, yeah, I could talk to you about it, but it, I think it will be really entertaining. Um, I think it'd be good to bring Sandy on once we hit, I think once we hit profitability or break even oh, operationally, yeah. I think that might be the time to maybe bring her on for us, you know, maybe not a whole show, maybe a segment, you know, and, and, um, you know, you can, you can grill her sure. a little bit and she can, Ask the she can complain about me and what a pain <laughs> I am or whatever, but, um, you know, you'll get the you'll get the other side of the story, um, but but uh, you you want to talk to you a little about the onboarding stuff or the or whatever. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's like I need to I, when I I need a wait list and I need people to go through a form, and from the questions that I ask them, I need to be able to tell. Okay, this is someone that I bring in right now. I don't care about money at the moment. If I had ten users like you and Scott. And I'm not trying to diminish the, the other guys who are using it, but it's just they're not using it mm-hmm. at the same level as you guys. Like you guys are like just it's you're all in. <laughs> if I had ten users like that, that would be really, really that to me. That's the next step to make this product, you know, really hot. Well, I th- and I think that comes from the form system and the onboarding system that you guys have set up at Mathica. Okay, well, um, when this whole thing, okay, so like take us back like a, a over a year ago, right? Um, Sandy emailed the, she sent an email to the email wait list that we had. We basically had like a contact form on the mathacademy.us site, right? And she said, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a form and say, hey, you know, whoever, if you want to participate in the beta program, you know, here's a, click this link and fill out this form. And it was basically asking you questions like, what's your primary reason for using this? Like what, what age is the student or what kind of course are you interested in? You know, just a handful of really simple questions. Right. And, um, and that, uh, first of all, gave us a really good idea of the kind of people who are signing up and the, 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 the kind of people are interested in why they were interested in. Right. And then, um, what she did is she just set out, all right, if you're interested, I'm going to send a Calendly link to Jason's calendar and just pick a time. And, um, and then people would come on and, and, and set up, uh, just set up times. And I would, and then, and then when, when I got, uh, when I got a, uh, you know, somebody would select a time, I would send them a, uh, a Zoom link. And then I would do a one hour onboarding session. And the way that worked is, you know, first I'd ask them, I'd say, so just tell me a little bit of what your need is or what do you, you say, oh, you know, my daughter, she's in sixth grade and really isn't, blah, blah, blah. you know, okay, we go through the whole thing and then, I'd give a little bit of an overview of what Math Academy is and the problem it's trying to solve, and then I would go into demo mode, right? And I would give them a demo of how it works, and I'd say, okay, now do do I'm happy to talk through any of this, any of the any of the of the UI or the software, how it works, and then we would spend, you know, another 15, 20 minutes just going through stuff. So I would try and get through the demo pretty quickly, you know, go through stuff in 15, 20 minutes tops, and then more for discussion and then we could dig into wherever. 
Um, but to, a couple of things, uh, it was really useful for a few reasons. Um, first of all, it allowed us to start bringing on users before I had a really f- uh, uh, fleshed out onboarding system. Yeah, the onboarding. Right? Because yeah. that takes... Second of all, it helps you understand who your customers are. What problem are they trying to solve? Um, thirdly, it allows you to um, connect with them. And, 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 and in a way, they kind of become part of the story. They're like, oh, right. you know, yeah, I spoke with Jason and Sandy, and oh, it's really neat what they're trying to do. They kind of they kind of get pulled into your story a little bit. They kind of they kind of start cheerleading, like, oh, this is really cool, you guys. I'm really excited for you. You know, so not everybody. Some people are a little more neutral, but most people get they they enjoy being part of the story, and um, and they're kind of collaborating. They're trying to help you be successful. They they're they're using it for their own purposes, but they like the idea. That they're part of something that's growing, that's growing in the early, in early right? So, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, all you need is, you know, a dozen people who are really into it to feel like you have a, a yeah. good beta. So, so if you go out there and it's like, okay, so you know, you you send out this list and you get, you know, five hundred people that are interested, and then actually a very small number of them, you know, then a, some fraction of them actually reserve a time to onboard and then a fraction of them actually after the onboarding actually use it for real. Now, the the difference between the way you're doing things probably and the way we did it is we charged out of the gate, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you charge and people pay money, they're going to tend to use it, right? Because like, I'm paying for this damn thing. I want to use it. That's why we didn't do the free thing because you give them free, people are just like, ah, you know, whatever. No, uh, no completely. I mean, that that makes total sense and I was wondering, I, like, I, I wish that by December six, I could, I could have like an MVP that is, would be worth paying for, be worth that. But I, well, look, I mean, dude, I we, I, we spent years, years yeah. working on Math Academy, and I don't mean two years. I mean like six years of you know a team. So yeah. this, so it took a lot of time, and it's still got a ways to go before it's, I think, a really polished commercial product. Um, so I, I just would say, like, yeah, of course, it's just get hard to get something that's people have some pay for I'm, three, I'm, six months. I'm really bringing people in. In a, it's not buggy. No, it's but not. But it's like it's, it's minimalist. It's, not buggy, it's minimalist. But it's, it's really minimalist. So I'm bringing people in early. So I, you know, I, I, but but that's the reason why I think it's important about the form. Like I, it needs to be people who are like me, who do prefer using text files because they just haven't found anything else that gives you that freedom of input because that's what this whole thing's about it's about freedom of input it's like there's nothing in my way i can just go get a whole bunch of stuff in there and then organize it after the fact Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's and that's the reason why the other tools like the command arrow tools and moving stuff around are important because like okay now i've just brain dumped now i need to actually organize this and that's what's not very easy with other tools and um I just need to find out the people who really value that. And I think you value that, I value that, and Scott uh, I mean, values that. I you know, I'm not sure. Okay, so for the for the whole wait list thing, um, yeah, you want to have a wait list and, and create a form. I mean, Sandy created a thing on Google Forms in like 45 minutes, half an hour, right? Uh, this isn't something yeah. that takes a lot of effort, a lot of thought. You know, you go. You, you don't want to ask twenty questions. You want to ask like three or four questions. Five. What's your primary mm. reason? How to hear about us? Maybe. 
Do you use any tools for this? Is this something that was good enough? Would you pay for it at some point? I mean, something like that, right? That's it, right? This is not, you don't want to ask them a ton of stuff. And you make it, and you make, and then they and you just put it on Google form, create it. And then that's, and you're done. That's it. Like, don't make it a thing where you spend like two, three weeks working on this, like, onboarding. Okay, but I really need to know, is like, no mobile a deal breaker for them? You know? Yeah, ask them. Just write them And I really need to know, do they, do they use a text file to manage their stuff? No, I wouldn't ask them that. I just ask them, how do you, what do you, you currently, do you currently use? For instance, text file, sticky notes, nothing. Trello, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess I kind of use this. And I try to, you know, anything you want to share about what you do or have tried, it, you know, be. Can I ask for their frustration? Can I, like, I should say, like, uh, what are your frustrations about those methods? Here's the thing. You only want to ask questions that are truly actionable, right? Is this really going to change anything? If it's not, it's not really useful. I think what's more interesting is you, is you ask fewer questions that are important and then you once you get on the and you onboard people, then you'll find out a lot more context, right? Then you'll get to know the people and and find out more. But like, if if I'm onboarding someone who is clearly a big UI person who likes stuff that's really pretty and well, you can I mean, you can have a screenshot. They, they shouldn't. I sh- I shouldn't be talking to them in the well, first place. Well, you should like have they, a the form should have screened them out. Well, you should have a, a a screenshot of the system and basically quick, you know, a couple screenshots and this is basically what it is. So I have some idea, right? I mean, Sandy, <laughs> it just looks like a text file. Well, it does no because it has check boxes and it has a higher <laughs> okay, left nav. I don't think it looks like a text okay. file. Um, okay, I I don't think that's true. Um, but right. um, but. It's minimal. It's minimalist, but I, you know, I would say minimalist, you know, information task management UI. Um, yeah, so you wanna you want to put a couple screenshots and a little description so people have some sense of it, right? Um, but um, but here's the thing, Justin. It is so simple and easy to use. I mean, you could make it free for people to sign up and they just have a YouTube video of you going through it. I mean, why do you have to onboard people? I do agree. I do agree with that. But then then the then there's a point of like okay, it, there's a larger thought of price point and value, a perceived value. And like if you're bringing people in, if you're letting a lot of people in for free and just sort of signing up nah, and I think doing that's a video, I think that's bullshit. I think I think um I don't think you should worry about any of that right now. I don't think you should worry about any of that. I think all you want to do is get some people using it. And you'll be able to quickly find out, say, hey, you know, I have X hundreds of people come in a month, you know, and this many people stick around and use it, and this people are heavy users. And you'll be able to see that. You'll be able to see who the heavy users are. And then later, Mm -hmm. you can say, um, you can ask and reach out and say, hey, you know, you can send them a form to write some information and say, hey, would you be willing to just have a quick chat? I'd love to hear how you're using it and what you'd like next. I mean, you can just do that. So do it the other way around. So allow a lot of people in and then zoom in on the people who use it the most. Yeah. See, Math Academy is a different thing because it's complicated, right? So it's it's complicated. Like, well, how, like people are not really sure what this thing is. Okay, so my 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 sixth grader is in this math class and they're not getting what they need. What does Math Academy do? Do you have teachers? Wait, what is this? Do you have like a 
Like they don't get it. They don't know what it is, really. Like so, it's like a, it sort of teaches them. They do tasks or they do wait. They don't actually. So it's a lot to explain, right? And um, it, 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 it we put some bare bones stuff up, up there now where people can understand it to some degree, but it still needs a lot. It's still you know we need we have a lot more we need to do on that. But before that, I definitely had to say okay. And and you think you're signing your kid up, right? It's like, okay, so I'm going to have my kid do this. Like, what is this thing? I mean, parents spend a lot of time researching and asking questions about what they're going to be signing their kid up to do, right? This is their education, right? This isn't a to-do. Like, if they do your to-do list and they and, they, and a week later, like, ah, I don't really like this, that's there's no cost to it, really. There's not a lot of cost. There is co- there is a kind of a perceived cost of like, hey, they get their kid and I talk to my <coughs> husband and we're going to have him do it and and my, my son's going to sit on this thing and... um. You know, we're going to say, like, there's a lot, like, I, want, I need to understand what this thing is. So we had to do the onboarding. I had to do the upfront cost. It's very time consuming. It's exhausting. Even for somebody who likes to talk like me, I enjoy talking to people, but it's exhausting. It's very distracting. You know, it's hard to do more than one. You know, if I do, do one of those, it feels like it eats up like three hours of my day, even as an hour, because it's just like, I got this thing coming up and I got to do the demo and then I'm kind of blown out afterwards because I've been talking for an hour. And, you know, if you have to do it like we did, I had to do it. You don't have to do it. I don't think it's worth your time. I think, I think create a wait list with some screenshots. You get some people up there. And then as you feel like you feel like it's ready for more than three or four people, then do one of your um, screen, screen casting videos where you just walk people through it and you let people sign up for free. And you just work on that for the next you know, six to 12 months where you're building up a free, you know, say, look, we will charge for this at some point. We will grandfather a special discount for all your early beta testers. And then after a while, you have more people, but you need to, you're, it's going to take you a while to build to something that's really good enough that people are going to pay for. You know, maybe, maybe I'll do an in-between um, because I still don't want, I still don't like this idea of like, you know, having a hundred people sign up and they're all wrong. You know, they're, like they're all just going to dip it, dip their toes in and Right, well, hello world, and then go say goodbye. I don't want that. So what I might do is I might do what you just said, the loom thing, the video, do a, do a walkthrough, and then it's at the end of the walkthrough that it says you can sign up. So they basically have to have watched it and, and sort of agreed with it and understand it. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll speak to them like as if they're there and just sort of say, look, I'm looking for the right people. You know, are you that person? And um, yeah, I'll, I can keep that into probably about a minute. You know, yeah, maybe sixty yeah, seconds. That's fine. And then, and then, hopefully, then I will just get the right people that way. That's a good. That's a good plan, along with the Google form, right? But I don't think there's a high cost to having a bunch of people come in and then not use it, and then you just have people. I don't, I'm not sure what the cost is. No, it's cognitive. It's a cognitive load. It's like I want to be dealing with. I just want to be dealing with like ten people. Ultimately, that will be the just at this stage in in the game. That's Even if there are a bunch of people rather. who signed up and aren't using it at all, I mean, they're effectively non-users anyway. I guess that's true. I mean, once once they're in uh, Discord and they're they're the ones talking to me, then it doesn't matter. People signed up and they don't use it, so what? Yeah. I mean, you know, big that's big true. deal. That's true. I mean, um, I don't know. I think when you're, you have a product like this, it's relatively simple that you don't have to onboard people. That um, you're still a ways from point that it's sophisticated and feature complete enough that you're gonna be able to pay for. That that they're also not going to want to invest time on onboarding. So it's like, dude, this I get to do us. I get to onboard it for this. I get to like go through it. Give me a break. So 
it's really funny that you think that because um because I think that there's already I mean there's already like what ten thousand no, fifteen thousand lines of code and um I I do think that there is a lot of nuance to it. Well, but, I think uh, I think you're misreading me. I, I'm not saying it's not taking a lot sophisticated to code to get that, but the perception for somebody coming out, they're like, it's like a task manager to do list thing, you know, like they're not going to get it, right? They're not going to get it until they start using it. And so you're like, well, exactly. you can't use this until like I vet you. And they're going to be like, okay, whatever, man. Like, who are you? Were you 37 signals or something? You know, I mean, they're going to, it's like, um, I just wonder if you're ultimately, you could get a lot more engaged high volume users right if you just let people use it and you just wait to figure out who uses as opposed to you have this whole sort of like vetting thing i'm just not sure that uh, yeah that's fair it, that's fair that's fair I'll, I'll give that some thought yeah, no. i'll give that some thought and what i mean about the nuances is like it's like when you hold shift and then you press the up arrow and you can select three nodes and then you do command and up and then you can move them up and down the tree it's that's not really obvious. I that's know it's not, not obvious. obvious. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, but it's really useful. Yeah, I and I agree with you. But <laughs> yeah. for when they come in, they're not going to understand that. They're just going to see this. So you have a hierarchical like list thing, and now you're going to make me like mm. you know prove to you that I'm a serious user, so I can even use it. Ah, fuh, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> come on. Like, so that that's that would my concern is that that would really limit the number of people who would actually try it. But if those same people okay. had tried it, like, oh, this is actually pretty cool, you know? And okay. um, I would just let more people, because it's not much cost to you. Uh, and then if you decide... It, no, no, it's zero Just cost. let people... And then, and then you have a higher chance of finding the, you know, heavy users, whatever. Okay. Anyway, I think I've probably made my point. But... Um, All right, so... But let's, don't let's waste time about... on, the video, uh, on the onboarding like we did that. I had to do that. It was... Ex I did a hundred of those. I did over a hundred of those. It was exhausting. You don't want to do that. You want to do it. You want to okay. do some here and there, maybe for customer development. But I'm telling right. you, like it gets here and it's there, very yeah. distracting and it's really tiring. A hundred people. You, no, you, but you were all for that when you before you started doing it. You were like, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to onboard every single person. This is how Superhuman did it. This is the best thing to do in the whole world." Well, and now you're like, "Don't do it." No, I'll, don't. You're, 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 that's not true. I never say it was the best thing in the world. I said, I'm going to do it and this will be really useful. I did. And I yeah. was useful. It was really useful yeah, to do that. It was good. But right. it was in the context of Math Academy. Math Academy and List are not remotely the same product. They don't have remotely the same issues and all these kind of things. You don't have to right. do it. That's why it's really... See, that's one of the things that's just so frustrating when you're on Hacker News and everybody starts arguing about stuff. It's You don't know what the hell context. Everybody has a different context no matter what they're even talking about. It's like, you know, talk about functional programming or object-oriented programming or this or that. And, everybody, and, and, and the reality is, if they were talking about the exact same context, exact same problem, exact, they probably would agree in most things. But because everybody has a different model or mind of what is even being discussed, it's nobody agrees anything. And they just say, like, this is also stupid. And so... Um, you really just, whenever you take advice, you're well, you should always do this, you should always do that, or this is the way you do it. Dude, like, maybe, maybe, maybe not. It depends on the context. It depends on the product, and it depends on the technology, it depends on the user base, it depends on blah, blah, blah. You can list 50 things, and, and all, depending on those things, what make, makes complete sense in one situation will make no sense in another. What is the Math Academy subscriber number? 
Uh, probably like, I think we're probably just shy of maybe 275. Maybe we're at 275. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> that's getting big. And you said, and you said, you said, wait, 500 is break even. Yeah, that's operationally break even. That's like, you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to get paid or Sandy's going to get paid or even Justin's going to get paid. Everybody who needs to get paid on all the server costs and all that kind of stuff, I won't be writing checks anymore. I won't be writing a big Speaking of server costs, did you downgrade your 16-core server no. to one-core again? <laughs> I have not. And, and the reason is... <laughs> what the heck? Well, the reason is, is as I just haven't had the time to even think about it. And it's not that expensive. It's cheaper. It's cheaper to run that server than to spend some time thinking. I can spend it. time thinking about it. And I got to get, you know, I got to get Nick. I say, hey, okay, we're going to downgrade to a whatever, a, this smaller site. I'm going to take the site offline, and it's like, ah, screw it. Like, I think what I'd like to just try and try and grow into it. Make make it work. Use the sixteen. Well, cores. first of all, make it use the sixteen cores. Like, use the cluster library, and I can spend a little time to do that. That's not a big deal. I could probably do that in an afternoon. Or a day at the latest, at the at the longest. But it's more like you know, when we do like a hacker news launch and we do this, and we have these things, we'll be ready for it. Like everything will be completely scalable and and have a lot of capacity. Mm. Hey, can we hold on? Just can we just take a a, a quick intermission? Just give me sure. A so what were who are we? I love that uh, poster on on Colby's wall there. No, you can't. That's Izzy. That's Izzy. Oh, that's easy. That's from Megamind, which is like, that's one of our family favorites, and that's absolutely her favorite movie. His and uh, she could she could do any scene out of that movie, like back and forth, both characters, like without. <laughs> it's just sometimes she's like, "All right, Dad, let's do let's do the scene, go," and I'd be like, "Ah, you know." And I'm generally good at movie quotes and lines, but that's nothing cool. about her. She's like a. Do you think she might want to do to do acting one day? No, absolutely not. I could see her being a, a writer, a screenwriter or something. She's very creative and very clever, and she's a, and she's a very strong writer. Um, you know, who knows? But uh, she would never want to be in front of a camera, you know, or be famous or have any attention on her at all. You know, mm. but yeah, I love it. She has a, she has like a, a couple, like a mug, a no, you can't mug, like a coffee mug, and there's a. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like her screens. I don't know. There's a couple of things. <laughs> oh, you can't. So for people who don't know, there was the uh, the Obama poster. Yes, we can. <laughs> and it's like a yeah. It's a you know take off on that. No, you can't. <laughs> Just no, you so can't. Great. <laughs> I mean, I I think Megamind is one of the most underrated. It's the most underrated like animated feature. In the last we just watched years. it the other day. It's very it funny. Is, it, but it's one of those movies that if you, you have to watch it a couple times to really get the, um, there's so much clever dialogue. It is so tight. It is so well done. And um, I don't know. I, yeah, I love it. So if you have, if, if you have kids, especially if you have kids, you don't, don't have this, it's still pretty good. But if you have kids anywhere from the age of three or four up through, you know, middle school, high school, I'd, even high school maybe, but definitely middle school, I'd, I'd totally watch it, make a mind. Really fun. Will Ferrell is just great. I love. Will Oops, Ferrell. I got to get in my power cord. I just I'm down to like almost no juice. Sorry, another intermission. One sec. Okay. Come on, man! You better tell me some good stuff about Math Academy, or we're going back to list. <laughs> Dude, I just had to get a power cord, man. <laughs> um, 
Well, so it's it's interesting thing about the the you know, of course, we're not doing any marketing or anything in terms of growth. It's the the plan is to spend the next three to four months really making the product great. Um, there's a lot of UI stuff that could be improved, a lot of messaging, a lot of marketing copy, a lot. There's a lot of things that can can because the, yeah. the system has a ton of power to it. There's a lot of intelligence. But you have to you have to show people. You have to explain to people why it's doing what it's doing, you know. And when you don't give that information, people don't quite understand. So it's doing this is the reason why he's doing this. It seems like that's the right thing, but I don't know. And it's like no, 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 it's the right thing. Here's why, and we can give this really detailed, in depth graphical thing that explains everything, which would blow people away. But you got to spend time building that, right? So we focused on just building something that works not showing off and explaining why it works and why it's so effective, right? But when you're talking about a commercial product, if you really want to get attention and really make people, um, I guess, it really engage people, you kind of got to hot dog a little bit, right? You got to show off a little bit, right? People got to go, oh, wow, this is, you know, um, it's, 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 like, it's like funny, like, um, um, so I used to go play uh, pickup basketball when I was younger. I don't do it much anymore, but I used to go. And you go to the basketball court and, you know, there's sometimes there's going to be 10, 15, 20, 25 guys waiting to play. Winning team always stays on. So the next team on is the next five guys. And the way it works is somebody says, I got next. I have the next game. And then he picks his people. Oh, can I run with you? Yeah, you can run. Oh, can I be in your team? Yeah. So, right. So he gets the pick, right? And if either that guy's team is filled or he doesn't want you to play because he wants his buddies or wants somebody else, then you go, all right, I got after you. Then everybody starts coming to you. Oh, can I play? Right. All right. If you don't want to wait for three hours, you better hope that somebody thinks you're good enough to be on their team because they they just waited like an hour to play. And if you're not that good, then you're and we're probably going to lose because I picked up this guy who sucks and now we lost and now I got to go home because I can't wait another two hours or whatever for a game. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So what you got to do is you got to show off a little bit when you're warming up, but you can't act like you're showing off. Right. <laughs> so you got to, you got to kind of do a little, so I get on there and I do like, I just, you know, cause I, my real strength was my dribbling ability. I, I was really, I had a lot of really kind of street ball fancy moves. So I could do all this kind of stuff and I bounce it off my knee and behind my back and between like, people are like, oh shit. But I'd act like I was just warm. I'd be like, and it became kind of second nature. I'd go into the basket. I'd be like, bam, 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 bam. Just like ah, absent-minded. And people were like, oh, you know. Otherwise, like, ooh, we're going to pick up this 5'10 guy. I mean, why, why, you know, why were they going to pick me up? Right, I'm gonna pick up that six five guy over there. Right, like, well, we're not gonna run with this guy. Right, I want to win, man. I've been waiting for an hour. I want to win and stay on the court for an hour and a half. Play, win three or four games because I mean, it's <laughs> worth it. I don't want to be one and done, you know. Yeah. So, showing off is um, you gotta show off, man. You gotta you gotta people gotta show people what you can you do. Gotta show off, man. And, and um, off. I mean, but the most important thing is you gotta have the substance, right? You can show off, and then if you suck, everybody's like, dude, you suck. Get this guy off the court, right? Like. So we focused on building something that was really, really effective. Now we got to spend a little more time on showing off a little bit and showing 
how the AI works and the mo- and all the model and all the information we have and why it's doing all these smart things. And you're like, people are like, wow, that's 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 kind of the next. That's gonna be a big part. You got a hot dog, man. You got a hot dog. Hey, can you um just do that with your mic up here? Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. So you got a hot dog. But you know, the other thing I was I was thinking you're saying <laughs> about the numbers two seventy two. So what's really interesting is I mean I don't know what our number is. We kind of average. You know, even now, like two, three, three new people a day on average. Yeah. And if, you know, so I don't know if that's like some linear number or if it's proportional. So if it's proportional, it's like, you know, 1% growth a day. If you grow 1% a day, that's a big number after 300, compound that 365. Now, I'm not going to say that number out loud because we were like, dude, like, I, you know, I, I don't think it's quite that, but... Yeah. I think it's linear. I think. I think. So you this, think so? Even if we, even if we have a thousand people, we're still only gonna get two or three people a day. No, no, no. What, what I'm, what I'm gonna say is, I think I'm gonna mirror what Gabriel Weinberg and Rob Walling said. It's, it's, it's a step. Fun- it's just like a step function. So, and this is exactly what I experienced with Plugio. It's like during the time when I was getting five people a day or two people a day, that would be super consistent. Until I did that extra piece of marketing that did that extra piece of surface area. And then it was like three people a day. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, like, I think that that's what's going to happen with you is as you do more of these marketing things, it's just going to go up, step up, step up. But, but then you are going to hit these things that you do, which are going to be like huge step functions. Like when Gabriel Weinberg Mm -hmm. got as a, as a, as an option in the iPhone Mm -hmm. as a search, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's just a huge step function. Same is going to happen with you. But for right now, yeah, it's going to stick around three to five a day. Well, five look, a day would be amazing. The, it's not It's not five a day, but, you know. I mean, the guys that I do mastermind with, one of them um, has a great app, and talk, I'll tell you about that offline. Um, but it, that's exactly what it's been like. It's just It's been just very, very steady, mm. very steady for years. And then when you do an, an extra bit of surface area, an extra bit of SEO, then it just goes up a bit more. By the way, same thing with... Um, with play strong, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. So I don't, so I don't think it's a percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Well, yeah. I think it'll be hard to tell the difference because as it grows, in terms of if, as the base number grows, we will be adding more features. So was it the features or was it the proportion of the growth? Right, because we're adding more features and more. You know, it's it's it will be. A l- it could be word of mouth. I mean, like so so it, that might make it a percentage. Yeah, if it's word of mouth. Yeah, it's growth. all word of mouth. We don't have any SEO really. Oh shit! Well, in that case, then it could be like, yeah, you know, once you got a thousand people, then you've got like ten people a day, or, or yeah. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know what what it's going to be, but the, the other good thing is that you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the fraction is, but we get a fair number of people paying annual subscriptions, which means we upfront money, which means that That's great. Well, we may not hit a monthly revenue rate of break even. I won't be writing any checks anymore to the bank account i won't be trans when, it's, when you've got 500 people i won't well that would be that that was what i was saying so as soon as you have 500 i don't have to transfer money every couple of weeks from my personal bank account into the business bank account so that i can mm. pay everybody to meet payroll right i won't have to do that anymore because not only because we're more than halfway in terms of the monthly but then people are getting enough upfront five hundred dollars bam 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 so then the bank account is growing earlier and so it's making up for the difference of um, not having uh, a monthly 
I love all that, right? What percentage of upfront are you getting right now? Oh, I don't know. I haven't even looked. I mean, because that that's really a big deal. Like, if let's say, for example, you're getting, you know, ten percent, thirty percent, thirty percent up. Oh, I don't think it's thirty percent. No, it's not that. It, but if you can grow it to that, then it's like yeah, I don't. That really don't changes everything. Like, I don't think it's that high, but um, I feel like we get like a one or two a week. Mm. You know, Santa be like, oh, got a wreck, nice. got another annual. You got an annual. You know, I don't. I don't. It's really nice know. to get the chunk of change like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, right, right now it's just really just focusing on on just you know finishing up, uh, getting kind of feature complete and trying to make it a great product experience and and um and doing all the things that have to happen. I mean it's it's kind of interesting where people were you know, you hear companies say, Well, we just don't know what features to build and this and that. I'm like, I it's obvious what we have to do. It's completely obvious that these next twenty things are key. The only question is which one should I do first? Because they're all key. <laughs> like Jesus. I mean it's yeah. like, well, this is a little easier to do or these three things are all related. I can probably knock them all out together and it's um you really kind of kind of round robin it because you kind of can keep all your stakeholders happy. It's like if you know Sandy asks for something I never do it, or the instructors ask something I never do it, or the kids complain about something, and you know you kind of have people feel like they're getting they're getting fed, right? Like you know. So one of the things we just I had a conversation yesterday. We're going to um, with Alex. Uh, we're my con- head of content. We're going to um, create a fourth grade course. Um. Because I think there's a fair number. We've run into a fair number of people there who are who who are like, you know, I think my really interested in this, but my daughter or my son is just a little too young, not quite ready for the fifth grade course, or a younger sibling. Like, wow, the you know, my my daughter's loving it, but my son. What age is fourth grade? Like nine, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, but I think yeah, nine, nine, nine-ish, something like that. So, um, and that probably takes like a month to do. I think I think I think we're gonna knock that out as soon as we, as soon as uh, the team finishes up the math or machine learning. So we probably can have it done by Christmas. Would be at the very least by the end of the year, which would be really cool. What's the lowest you can go? Could you can you go any lower than fourth grade because they, or no because they just couldn't understand the the general computing interface. Um. Maybe, but I think when you get really young, um, it's like you gotta gotta make it. Sort of like a game because the kids have no more fun. Yeah, just yeah, and it's yeah. sort of like a different thing. This is really this isn't it's gamified, but it's not a game, right? And yeah. you're competing against stuff that's literally just a game, you know. And uh, I don't know. I I think fourth grade is pretty reasonable. You get below that and it gets pretty basic. <laughs> it's like ten minus seven, you know. Yeah. Like okay, like that's. But um, yeah, but we keep getting a lot. We keep getting a, a lot of adults. Math or machine learning, the Mathematical Foundations uh, series is really popular. So um, I need to build a dashboard that has all the stats, like what proportion of people are signing up for which courses and how much XP per day do people in different courses do. And just so we have like a better sense, like, you know, what percentage are annual subscriptions? Like you just asked, like, I don't know. I don't even, I don't really look. Are you getting any more feedback from the adults? Like, do you have any more oh, yeah. customer stories? For yeah, us? We, I get emails all the time from, you know, people who, you know, Tend to be very positive. Let's see if I have something here. Let me just see. I posted something like a week ago into. Let's see here. Let's see if I can. Something says. Yeah. Well, there was this one guy who is in uh, Brazil. Did I tell you about this? Tell you about the Brazilian guy? No. 
Well, so he um he goes. It was funny because he was one of the first people from Hacker News who tried it out, and he's like, um, and then he canceled it like the next day or two days later. And I emailed him and I said, hey, I, I noticed you closed the account and without really doing anything. I'm just curious. Do you have any feedback or why? And he's like, well, it's, he's like, I, it's just, it's really expensive. I don't, don't have the money for it. And um, I don't know if I really can spend the time on it to make, you know, for that amount of money. And I said, well, you know, the first for 30 days are free. Why don't you just use it for 30 days and then cancel at the end? And yeah. he's and he had already canceled it before he got the email. And then he's like, "Oh man, I would do that." I and I, so I went and I kind of created a new subscription for him. I said, "Here you go, just use it and just cancel it in thirty days. You know, don't worry about it." And he's like, "Oh, thanks." You know, and uh, and and then Sandy comes to me. She's like, "You know, our Brazilian friend is knocking out XP like crazy." And I was like, <laughs> "Really?" She's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." So he's like, "You know, he's like Brazilian. He has like four names because you know Brazilians have like." Like my my best friend yeah. Jack has like nine names or something. I don't know what he's like. <laughs> Joao de Paula de Cruz. I'm like, I don't. I just call him Jack. <laughs> it's like so Brazilians yeah. have lots of names. And so he sends me an email, and he goes, "I'll just read the, um, I'll just read the beginning of it." He goes, "Hi Jason, I've decided to buy the annual membership for the Math Academy. It's too good!" Exclamation point. I'm remembering forgotten content, practicing solving exercises more precisely and faster, and learning a lot of new things. I'm a little dyslexic. The time practice exercises are improving my concentration and forcing me to make trivial errors less frequently. The fact that I do them every day is helping a lot too. I'm more of an intuitive learner when it comes to math, always spending much more time trying to derive equations and understand slash visualize the global picture. I would only practice one or two exercises before the tests. Because of that, I was frequently the student that believed he knew knew the theory but was too slow to solve problems. The academy's focus on solving many exercises is allowing me to get more confident and apply better what I know. I've discovered that I don't really know some basic things like dividing a long polynomial or factoring others by decomposition, even though I was able to complete all my engineering math classes. Um, so then he goes on and stuff. Wow. So so that was, it's really cool. You know, it's like, I mean, I didn't expect him to be a customer. I just said to just use it, you know, whatever you're really excited about. If you're interested, you know, take their 30 days free. So that was really cool. That was really cool. Well, I'll tell you something that, that happened to me again and again at Plugio. This has just happened again mm -hmm. and again. People would, would write in angry about the product or something like mad about it or say something bad mm -hmm. about it. And I would respond really nice and just be really nice. And then they would become like the best customer ever. Like they would just act because they just were not, they just didn't expect like that someone would be nice to them. And then they're just so, they're such good customers and they never, they never, you know, unsubscribe. So it's a great strategy to just be you nice. You know, to it's people. really funny you say that because that exact thing happened to us last week. Um, somebody, they signed up. And then I get this email and he's like, you know, I signed up and then it didn't work. And this is, your, I don't know why you're taking my credit card. This is a scam. And he's like really angry. You need to, you know, do the right thing and return my, I was like, okay. And I said, I said, hi. Uh, I said, you know, just, just to be clear. We do not store your information. That's all stored with Stripe, which is the 
payment processor. We don't keep any of that information. I don't have access to it, even if I wanted it. And all I'm showing you, the information that I'm showing you, I'm literally retrieving from them their secure API and just showing you I'm not storing it anywhere. And it's just enough so that you can tell what card you're using that's associated with your account. And I said, that's all of them. And I said, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if there's any confusion about the log. I said, if you, you know, please just, if you could please describe what you're saying and I'll help you, da, da, da. And, you know, but, you know, anything we can do. I said, if you would like to, but I'm happy to cancel your account if, if that would make you feel more comfortable. But, or if you would like to give me a call, here's my cell number. Um, you know, happy to, you know, or we can set up a Zoom session. I can walk you through, but, you know, I'm sorry that you, for this rough start, I, you know, you know whatever. And, because Sandy was like, geez. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, because of the, the internet, the, the dis, disinhibition effect, they just, they just go mad. They don't well, everybody, we've all done this at end. some point, right? We've all got, we've all <laughs> said, uh, we all, we all went off the handle at least once. And send an email, yeah. really probably shouldn't have sent. That was a little... Because we're in a bad mood about another thing, and whoever's on the other end is getting that bad mood. It's trickle So, um, he sends an email back, like, an hour later, and he's like, wow, I can't believe... I got he's <laughs> like, I was expecting a, a patronizing, dismissive email from... Uh, he's like, but actually, the founder emailed me back and was willing to share his information. I'm like, wow. So, he was, like, really... And he's like, oh, and he gives a two-paragraph explanation of what he did solve that worked that was really helped me to debug what what might have been the issue and stuff and you know of course then i email back say hey no problem thank you so much for sharing this information really helpful and uh, da, da, da. and and then so um that was exactly what you said like super friendly and it's sort of the judo thing if, if someone comes at you and they're really angry you just kind of like hey i'm so sorry then they then they feel really bad <laughs> like oh. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It got to the point where I would say to like, because I love getting those emails. I love it when they. Here's what's going to happen: they're becoming super fans. Because I know that they're going to become super fans, and I would say, I would say to Georgie, I'd say, "Gee, we got, I got another hate email. This is great. I'm going to win this person over. They're going to be a customer for life." <laughs> yeah. So um, we did. Um, uh, you know, I do, I do like office hours typically once a week. Um, so Sandy mm -hmm. will schedule it and she'll email it to the list and say, you know, Jason's holding office hours from Friday at this time, whatever. And it's just like a Zoom session. Anybody can show up. And he showed up. Really nice guy. Really, hey, you mm -hmm. know, we're still really tried it out. We're still, we're looking into it. Here's what my son, he's done this and he's done that. And I think it could be a really good thing. And he stayed on for the whole hour and a half and was really seemed to be interested in the story and what we're doing. And um, that was great, you know. I, you know, first you get those emails and they sting. You're like, oh man, like I, I feel bad that someone thinks I sc I'm scamming them or that I'm, you know. Yeah, I know. That's you're like, what? You know, <laughs> it's like we're, you read about us in the Washington Post. You think we're like a scam, but you know, people kind of like don't, they don't really think about it. They're just pissed because they took a credit card and now all of a sudden they can't log in and they're like, what the hell's going on? Right. It's so funny. When, when it first started happening to me, I didn't see it that way. You take it so really, you, really you personally. Know, you, you know me and my, you know my tit, my, 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 my what do you call them, tiffs? Yeah, <laughs> your little um, internet tiffs. I, I was in the first. In the first, <laughs> when I first started getting those kind of mails, I'd be like, I'd be like, like, how dare you, sir? How dare you? How yes. dare you consider that I would try and scam you? I would definitely not scam you. Here's your money back. In fact, here's more money. Look, I'll, I've given you ten dollars back, and I've given you an extra ten. So you've made ten dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we um, 
I, I think I think <laughs> I think providing really good uh, customer support is a is a is an advantage that you can do as a small company. That it's, right. it's, it's a competitive right. advantage, and while you're small, you should do yes. it. Uh, I think you should always try and do customer support. But if if you can do it as a founder, I mean, people are always like shocked, right? And and we get like continual emails from. I mean, sometimes it it, it creates a little bit of a customer support load because you get some people who really want to email a lot, and they're like, "Hey, wondering about yeah. this, wondering about that," and you're just like. Okay, uh, you know, it's like you're happy to help them, but you're like, well, like, good thing most people don't like email us frequently. But, um, you know, it feels well. They are super customers. They, they I mean, tend they, to be like, yeah, they 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 will spread the message. They tend to be, yeah. And I mean, of course, you're you're happy that people are in charisma, care that much, right? And that they're engaged and they're trying to understand mm-hmm. the product. But it also really helps understand what needs to be better about the messaging, about the onboarding, about the UI, what people are confused about, you know, I mean, it's, it's just really helpful. And I, I would tell Justin this, I'd be like, you know, like every time we get an email where somebody's pissed or disappointed, that's a gift because every time they do it's that, chance. it's an opportunity for you to make the product better because they're putting a voice to something that other people are thinking that it didn't quite piss people off enough. They weren't annoyed yeah. enough to send an email, but they're like, ah, that's kind of frustrating. That's kind of stupid. Why did they do that? But somebody finally said, this sucks, Jason. Like, this is really dumb. You got to fix it. You're like, okay. And so you finish, you're like, oh, you get kind of like, you get like got slapped in the face. You're like, oh. And then you're like, oh, okay. Let's this. Because every time that happened, we would typically come up with a solution that that materially made, made the product materially better. Right? So if everybody just loves your product, it's hard. It, you, you, it's It's less obvious what's going to make the product noticeably better but these things do so i like like remember i was telling you earlier that the that the whole sync um section was the 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 render section was Mm -hmm. just fucked Mm -hmm. and um i had to rework it oh something that i'll often do is when i'm looking at these problem areas and they'll the similar come through the similar channel like through customers in fact this did come from a customer you because of you i'm looking at mm. this and i sort of make a mental decision okay i'm i'm now going to make this part the best part i've ever done mm-hmm. so i'm going to make the best thing i've ever done because it's it's so irritating and i'm going to make it so that it's really 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 good and i th- i thought that's a good way to look at it you know whenever you get a complaint from a customer it's like okay let's just make that the best that's where i'm on plugio where i did the whole vi- the whole video help mm-hmm. system because people just kept on being pissed off and not understanding it. So I just I just preempted the video. Oh, you know, you're probably about to ask this question. Well, here's the video. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you have to try and and um develop some thick skin. You know, you yeah. can't release something on the internet and expect to not get some um dissatisfied people who are who are not going to not going to uh hold their tongue. Right, they're gonna lash out mm-hmm. at you, and, and and you're gonna get some of that. But just you just had to remember that's where you get some of your best signal and everything. Um, you know, you, I mean, it's great when you get the positive feedback because it gets you motivated, right? People say, "Oh my god, this is like categorical improvement and learning," and you guys are that's it's just great. We should feel great, right? And that so that that's good for that reason, right? You know, you're on the right track. You know you're building stuff that some people think is valuable, and and that's enough to keep. And that motivation allows you to get you know energy to work on it. But then the the negative stuff, periodic negative stuff, then helps you 
focus on. Because every time we come up with a problem, not not always like a negative problem, but someone's like, you know, this happened or that happened, and then I get just another guy. Wait, okay, we got to brainstorm this. Okay, here's here's the issue, and then and then we come up with a solution, and then like boom, it's like a, it's a substantial improvement to the technology. It's like never-ending Sudoku. Yeah. yeah. Well, part of it is, part of the thing okay. is that you keep getting these edge cases, and then when you deal with them, and you create a more general adaptive solution, which then can custom fit a, a, a more and more and more diverse set of people, right? I mean, the idea is for the system to be infinitely adaptable. It just can adapt to all kinds of different people at levels, learning rates, where they're starting off, how much time they're going to put in, whether they're an adult or a kid or whatever, and it just gives them exactly what they want. You know, that that's, you know, one of the most powerful things about it is, is a custom fit thing. And, but, so what you need... It's an engine that does custom yeah, fit. Yeah, does custom fit. And so that's why you want to listen when people, it's not fitting. They're like, hey, you know, you need a shirt for me, but the sleeves are too long. You're like, oh, crap, like we didn't measure your arms right? Okay, we got to fix that. So, you know, because, um, and that's one thing I talk about. We have these diag- these diagnostic tests, which are really important because that's, I say, you know, if you use Math Academy without taking a diagnostic, it's like going to, and buying a suit off the rack without the, being custom tailored. It's like, well, the pants are too long and the thing, it's like, well, of course, you got to tailor it, man. Like, no suit off the rack is really going to fit you. You got it. The tailor, that's what, that's part of the process. And so I kind of, when anyone, rarely, but every once in a while, can we just like not do the diagnostic? And I'm like. Just get started. And I'm yeah. like, really, really recommend that you don't do that. Unless they're, unless you're just trying to see how it works, don't do that. Because what's going to happen is you're going to like, well, this stuff's too easy. It's like, yeah, because we didn't place your head of stuff in here. Well, this stuff's too hard. Well, that's because. We didn't, you know, it's like the system will find that stuff and so that the stuff is just the right fit, right? So, yeah. Well, why do you have to call it a diagnostic? I, I, okay, let, let, me, let me reframe that. For those people who don't want to do a diagnostic test, just send them into the diagnostic, but just call it lesson one. Don't call it a diagnostic, call it lesson one, and then they go through it and then at the end you just give them lesson two. Well, because it's like, you know... It's like 35, 40 questions. It's not a lesson. It's just a bunch of questions. And they would start thinking, well, this is a lesson, not learning anything. It's just asking me questions, right? It's not what a lesson is like. A lesson. I'm just saying, don't call it diagnostic because that sounds hard, like hard work. Call it something like something fun or something. Yeah, I don't think that's really the big deal. I mean, because it's. it's <laughs> no, you're probably it, right. Only, only a few people have ever asked. Yeah, it's. But, you know, the, the point that's the point I'm making is that it's the adaptability is one of the mm. is one of the key things about it that, that, that makes it useful because otherwise you just sign up for a class right you sign up for a class you take the class they have a bunch of assumptions about the stuff you're supposed to know inevitably there's stuff that you don't know as well as you should right so you have holes which makes the current stuff that you're going to be covering difficult or you know some of the stuff you already cover which makes it boring right but because you if you're teaching a class to you know 10 20 50 100 people whatever you just you have to you have to make an assumption. Say, well, this is what we're doing, right? But the but the system is so much more powerful because it adapts to every individual person. It's like personalized medicine, right? So, well, dude, it's uh, been about two hours. Probably should uh, wind this thing down. Is there any last things you wanted to uh, talk about? No, I was just going. I was just going to say to you, like, was there any uh, shows that you recently watched that you wanted to talk about or anything like that? Shows. Let me see. 
Oh, you know, we, Any other yeah, thing? you know, we watched, uh, one thing that's kind of funny. Um, have you heard of, uh, Ghosts? I think it's an, it's an English, no, it's I an haven't. English comedy. So mm-hmm. I only started, I, I think Sandy brought me in. I was like halfway through season two. So it's like four seasons or something. We caught up. So it's like this couple and it's like they move into this old, like she inherited this old sort of like country mansion or something, kind of dilapidated country mansion. Not totally dilapidated, but okay. you know. And I think something happens at the beginning where she can actually, I think she hits her head or something and can see ghosts, can talk to them, can communicate, but nobody else can. And the entire okay. house is full of all of these ghosts that have been there from different years, from like a caveman. Oh. And it's a sitcom. It's kind of a sitcom, but it does, it, it's, it, it's more like a, you know, it's sequential, right? It's like building on stories and stuff. But um, it's, it's really funny. It's really funny. So ghosts is, I'd recommend it. What's it on? Is it on Paramount? CBS? Oh, maybe it's HBO Max. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We got so many of them. Okay. But uh, Ghost is, is is funny. You seen anything good? Mm. No, I've been watching Manifest on Netflix, oh, which horrible. is just some dumb, some dumb show that, that I horrible. watched. Same, I mean, Airly it's was just, watching, a- and every time I'd walk in to like <laughs> refill my coffee, I'm like, oh, this is so bad. <laughs> it's got that one guy who's... who's uh, who was in the the other show about time, once upon yeah, a time? Yeah, yeah, that guy, right? I mean, it was just it was one of those things like, oh, we can solve this. Oh, it's impossible. But if we have this thing, and it turns out we have it, and then it was just like this. Oh, but then there's this, and there was just oh, but then there's this. It's like they do that forever. Just they did that once upon a time too. Yeah. But yeah, um, once upon a time was pretty good for the first few seasons, and then it just was got so dumb. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, of course, it's a kid show. But... Oh, there was something really good that I was watching. Um, and this was, th- coincidentally, Joe posted this as well in Discord, um, Joe Steck, The Peripheral. Yeah, I want to um, watch that. It, it's it's really good. Peripheral's really the good. Peripheral. That, that's on uh, Amazon, um, Sci-Fi, William Gibson. Yeah. Very, very good. I'm like, is, I love it. That, that was, someone made a point about Netflix. A pundit said, Netflix wouldn't have any problems if they would release on a schedule rather than just do dump release you know basically if they just release on a schedule then they could keep all their customers hooked just put something out once a week rather than just put all eight episodes out at the same time it would just change their whole well i think it i think it'd it'd be the same thing with like it makes sense it's it's, it's like the same reason people are pissed at 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 elon musk like charge eight dollars how dare you it's like it's like, I know, they'd it's be like mad. they'd be mad. mad it's like, well, like, well, like the eight dollars. Well, we could get rid of the bots, and then we don't have our advertising, and we get. But they, pissed. but they should do that, because because I actually really do enjoy, for example, only being able to watch Rick and Morty once a week, or being able to watch Peripheral as it comes out on Amazon. Like it, it, it I actually don't like the binge thing because the binge thing overtakes my brain and stops me from doing work. Yeah. So. It's actually much better to Maybe have there should be Netflix and Netflix binge. Yes. Ex- it's like Netflix exactly blue, right. but it's Netflix binge, and you got to pay extra for it. But then people are like, oh my God, I had to pay $3 more a month for Netflix binge. Oh my God. You know what they should do? What you just said, but they should actually, every single, every single show you can only watch Unless one episode you pay. a week. On the cheap version. With, with Dogecoin. So, so, you can so already pay Dogecoin for your... <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, because then you couldn't fucking binge. That would well, be great. Well, the cheapos couldn't, but people are like, ah, oh, screw it, I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay well, my would, five bucks I, just to binge this. I'll pay extra so that it, I can't binge. 
People would throw a hissy fit. It'd be the same kind of Twitter hissy fit. People would lose it. Oh my God, I just canceled my Netflix. It's like fascist. Netflix, oh, these Netflix execs are fascist. And, you know, I sometimes I need to watch it. And the fact they do this, it just totally ruined. And I will never, you know, people would f- lose it. But <laughs> I, I could see, I could see, I could see that working. Yeah, I would. Make it, make it, make, right. make it variable. Maybe certain things are you have to pay extra, like you have to do Netflix Premium to binge. Otherwise, you got to watch it on the schedule. Netflix, <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd do it. But uh, no, and other shows. Any other shows you got? I don't think I have any. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, man. That's a wrap. We're out.